Hi, welcome to Bisexual Real Talk. My name is Alex Anders and I am a best-selling bisexual romance author. Bisexual Real Talk is a show where each week I talk about the latest developments, studies, and strides made by the bisexual community. Sometimes I'll talk about what's going right, other times I'll talk about what's going wrong. But always you'll feel empowered and like you found the place where you belong. And if this podcast ever sounds like a YouTube channel, that's because it is. You can always check out Bisexual Real Talk on YouTube and join the conversation in the comments section there. Until then, welcome to Bisexual Real Talk, and let's talk about bisexuality. Hi, I'm Alex Anders, and yes, I've made a new video. It's been a long time. And the reason why it's taken so long is because of these. This video is brought to you by my latest bisexual romance series, including Hurricane Lane, Burning Blaze, and Reckless Vandal, but more about them at the end of the video. Until then, there's a topic that we really need to talk about, and it's something that happened this week, which is that there is a well-known bisexual educator on YouTube who this week came out not as bisexual, but as gay. And I got feelings about it. If you know who she is, you might have feelings about it. And because her situation is so relatable to a bisexual, um, I'm going to talk about it and uh, give some advice for people who might be experiencing or feeling that they relate to her experience uh, of how you could kind of put this all in perspective and what this would mean for you. So, yeah, let's talk about this. So who is this person that has come out as as not as bisexual but as gay? This is a... uh, person on YouTube um, who was previously a bisexual educator uh, with 250,000 subscribers. Her name is Elena Joy. She used to be, named, or used to be called Elena Fender. And uh, she entire her entire brand was based on the fact that she was bisexual. Um, she sold herself to potential, let's say, uh, customers, but sponsors as a bisexual YouTuber. Her most popular series on her channel is something called I Don't Buy It, which is a series where she um, very humorously addresses bisexual topics. It was an entire brand. And this week, she made a video coming out not saying that she is not bisexual, what she is is gay. And this is after five years of her doing bisexual videos. So this is who she is. Um, And also, I should mention that she... At the time, she'd always had a boyfriend throughout making these videos, and then she became engaged to that boyfriend, and her coming out as gay was also timed with her breaking off her engagement uh, with that person. So that's the situation. Um, this is not an uncommon story. You know, if, if you follow bisexuals or look for bisexuals in news in the past, you will recognize this story. This is a common sort of thing that happens. So... First, I'm going to talk about my feelings on it, and then, of course, the rest of it. So what are my feelings on this topic? And I have to be very sensitive here because I've met Elena, and honestly, I liked her. I'm, I, she's super cool. Like, uh, we went uh, at one point with my clothing company. I was looking for someone to advertise it with, so I flew up to where she lives, and, you know, she let me into her home, and we chatted for, like, a half an hour or so, before we sat down, we shot a video, which was covered like for like an hour or so. 
and you know we got a chance to talk a little bit super cool the person you meet on on see on screen is the person she is in real life her cat really likes me like at the end of the video her cat just jumped into my lap and she was extremely extreme um you know surprised about that so we got along very well so because of that fact i have to be very sensitive about this and also the fact that she's a person who's coming out as something else and you want to be supportive and all that stuff so i want to handle this right at the same time i'm gonna be honest about stuff and the truth is that i got serious feelings about this for multiple reasons as much as i want to be as a supportive human being as much as i want to be a supportive person who is uh begay um i was really upset by this and that's just the fact of it and why was i really upset upset about it it's because for five years she's marketed herself as bisexual and i get it you know life is a journey you don't know where it's going to take you uh, and especially if you're a bisexual, you have feelings going back and forth about whether or not you're actually straight, whether or not you're actually gay, whether or not you're bi. I mean, this is an extremely common thing for bisexuals to go through. L less so if you're homosexual, but it's certainly extremely common as you're bisexual. Uh, however, she completely marketed herself as bisexual and now she's saying that she is not and i'm always very very cautious before i let myself believe that someone is bisexual like even after people tell me they are i'm always like mm, okay and my bidar is very good it is very very good as you guys know and my bidar went off when i met her as this this woman definitely is bisexual no questions about it so the fact that she is now coming out as gay after five years of branding herself as bisexual, after five years of making videos about bi being bisexual, after five years of giving her perspective about bisexuality, for her now to say that she's not a bisexual, like that, that, gives, that does not make sit well with me. It doesn't. It just doesn't. As much as I want to be supportive and all that stuff, that concept does not sit well with me. And I had to stop and think, why does it not sit well with me? It's because... Again, I'm so cautious. I made sure and double-checked that she, like, ev that everything that I understand about being bisexual, that she satisfied in order to, for me to trust that she was. Like, she had her, she came out, I guess, three times now, but her first time that she came out as bisexual, as anything, was in her Draw My Life video. In it, she talks about how she was in love with a woman for the first time. Like, first love that she had was a woman. But then she met a guy and she fell in love with him so she had already understood what uh, like what feelings for girls were and then she had feelings for boys second and still decided that she was in love with him she understood what love was and she was in love with him and then of course and then she said in her video like her love for him is what broke up the friendship between her and the girl that she was in love with so it's it's not like she didn't understand what love was she understood what feelings were and she and she had her said that her feelings for her guy was stronger than anything else and that's just still that's still just like details but her next story she then talks about how she, she and i think the quote was uh she's always had feelings for boys and maybe too much or something along those lines something that indicated that she had very strong feelings for boys for a long period of time and here's the thing 
if you say something like that, if you say something along the lines of being boy crazy, which I think at one one of her videos she might have said, when you say things like that, you're indicating that your brain is wired in a certain way. You're indicating that your brain has the ability to uh, shoot out a high level of dopamine in, associated with, in association with something, specifically boys. And, you know, I've talked about the definition of bisexuality multiple times. The most common accepted definition of bisexuality is to have, um, to have the capacity of having romantic or sexual attractions to more than one gender, not necessarily at the same time, not necessarily in the same amount. That is the accepted definition of bisexuality. It's not my definition. It's a bastard, well, it's my bastardization of someone else's definition. And it's, it's what the majority of the com um, community has kind of like embraced because it just really clearly uh, expresses what some of us feel. And it's, it's just very open, very useful. So the fact that that is the definition of bisexuality and, add, and her as a bisexual educator knows that that is the accepted definition. I might even have like mentioned that exact phrase to her when we were when I was in her place, when I was sitting in front of her and we were talking, I probably mentioned that definition. So she knows what this definition is. And that means that like by her saying that she is not bisexual, that she is gay, what she is saying is that she does not have the capacity to have a romantic or sexual attraction to more than one gender, which means that she, she does not have the capacity to have a romantic or sexual attraction to non-binary people. She does not have the capacity to have a romantic or sexual attraction to trans people. She does not have the capacity to have a romantic or sexual attraction to men. So what she is saying is that this person who she once described as being in love with, she's now saying that she did not, does not have the capacity, the capacity, the ability to romantically be attracted to him or sexually be attracted to him. That is what she is saying. And she's not just your average person. She is a bisexual educator. So she has to at least be familiar with the concept. And in, in light of that, in light of understanding the definition of bisexuality, in spite of being in a long-term relationship with a guy who she claimed to have loved, she is saying that she is not bisexual and she is gay. Once again, reaffirming the worst stereotype about bisexuals, which is that very meaningless or very annoying phrase, which is, by now, gay later. And this is being perpetuated by even someone who for five years proclaimed themselves bisexual, proclaimed themselves um, to be in love with a guy, and yeah, made their money from even selling bisexual merchandise. And what was her, one of her pieces of merchandise? Shirts that said, confirmed bisexual. So I have certain negative feelings about it for those reasons. Again, I liked her. So, you know, and I accept that everyone's journey is different. At the same time, though, these things are just not making sense in my head. And if you are having feelings about it, 
It could be for the same reason, because you've come to understand what bisexuality is. And if someone is in a long-term relationship with someone of, if a woman is in a long-term relationship with a guy and proclaim their love for them many times, and then is saying now that they are gay, then you're gonna have feelings because that does not make sense. Which means that something something isn't making it just doesn't compute here. So yeah, you might be having feelings about this situation as well as well, and it has nothing to do with um, your morality or anything like that, or whether or not you can be supportive or not. You could very much care for her and hope for the best for her and hope for happiness for her and still go no i feel betrayed i feel betrayed because you said all these things and now you're saying something different and i think the kind of the way you have to kind of like frame this in your head is by remembering some of the things she said in her latest video which is that she kept things from her audience and she's continuing to keep things from her audience. And that's fine. I keep things from my audience. Like, it's her right to say whatever she wants and share whatever she wants. That is her right. But I think in order to understand her being gay and not bi, you also have to accept that those things she kept, it's more than just keeping, it's lying. Like, she had to have lied. Because if she's saying that she was in love with her, with her fiancé, she's saying that there are neural pathways that have developed in her brain. In my video, um, Are You Bisexual Quiz, I talk about um, some of the neurochemical aspect of being bisexual. That is how you, I said that you can figure out whether or not you're bisexual. It's whether or not you get large dopamine spikes from being around people of different genders. So if, if you're around a guy, not every guy, but a specific guy, and you're male or female, and you get a spike of dopamine because of their guyness, like be, in, because you want to be around them, like more so than just like your typical friends or around your family. That is a way to tell that you have an attraction towards them, whether it's romantic or sexual. That's you know that's to be determined. But if you get these large dopamine spikes, that means that you do have an attraction to them. And if you do have that same experience with multiple genders, then you are bisexual. And she's claiming, like by saying that she was in love with him, she's claiming that she had large dopamine spikes for her fiance. That is what she's claiming. But now she's claiming that she's gay, which means that she's claiming that she does not have dopamine spikes for her fiance or men in general, even though she said that she always liked boys and she might have liked them too much. So there is a discrepancy there between what she claimed in her videos and what she's now claiming. So yes, you could have your mixed feelings about this because, you know, she has admitted that she's not open with her audience about all things. That's fine. But at the same time, it's, it's, it's lying. Like she, she clearly was not telling the truth about something to perpetuate the idea that she was bisexual or she's not telling the truth about something now. So yes, you could be supportive about her. You could, you could, you know, get behind her and cheer her on as she goes through her new journey. At the same time, though, you could be, you could have mixed feelings because she, um, she lied. She lied to you. She's lying to you now. One of the two, she, 
Yeah. But the thing is that we all lie. We all lie about one thing or another. So it's not like she's this horrible person. It's just she is as flawed as every other human being. And that's where your mixed feelings could come in. Now, she is who she is. Uh, we'll let, I will personally let her go. She is not bisexual. She's no longer on my radar. So there you go. But I do have some advice for you if you feel like you were, you know, she found you found her very relatable. So now that that she has, you know, become gay or decided that she's gay or decided she's been gay all along, um, and it might throw your own feelings into question about who you are, and because you based who you are on the things that she told you, because you thought that she was so relatable, and and now she's saying she's gay. Does that mean that you're gay? Um, and all that stuff. And also, it's not like this is a rare occurrence. There have been a number of people, even well-known people, who have claimed to be either lesbian or bisexual and have later on changed their mind about it. In fact, there's a, there's a video, like one of my first videos I ever did, I talked about the statistics of people who first come out as bi and then come out as gay or first come out as gay and then come out as bi. It's something like, I don't remember those right numbers right now. I'll, I'll link the video right here. Uh, but the number is something like 40% of the people who first come out as, as bisexual end up being gay and like 50% of the people who first come out as gay come out as bisexual. This is a very common occurrence. However, there are a couple of things I really think that if you are th confused right now or you're questioning right now that you should keep in mind. First of all, if you have dopamine spikes because of a gender, you are attracted to that gender. You just are. Doesn't mean that you will always be attracted to that gender in the exact same way. It doesn't mean that, uh, that you won't have long gaps where you don't feel attraction to that gender. It just means that, it does mean that you do have an attraction and you have the capacity of attraction for that gender. And that won't change because the reason why you have that attraction to that gender is because there are neural pathways that have been created in your brain. It's sort of like a memory. Like if you learn something, if you don't constantly think about that thing, you will forget it. But you will learn it faster the second time because what happens is there are neural neural pathways in your brain connecting the information. Let's say connecting uh, the fact that, I don't know, fire engines are red in America. Um, so you might forget the fact that fire engines are red in America, but you will see something red and suddenly a flashback, oh wait, fire engines are red. It's because the neural pathway that connects the idea of fire engines is red is there. It's just not well used not often used, so it takes some sparking to remind you of this fact. So if you have, if you get dopamine spikes because of, you know, because you're attracted to the gender at one point, you know that those neural pathways have been formed in your brain to have the ability to be, to be attracted to that gender. You might not use it, it might not come up, no one might inspire that attraction for a while, but you do have the capacity, and if something triggers it, that will come rushing back to you. And that is different from people who just don't. Like the majority of people in this world are heterosexual. They just, that's just a fact. 
and they do not have the ability to have attraction. They, they do not have neural pathways in their brain that has been, you know, attraction and same sex. They just don't have that. They, they just don't have the wiring and they don't have the capacity to have the wiring. Like they don't get strong genital feelings with that same gender. They don't have strong associations of joy, of romantic joy of that gender. They just, it just will never happen for them. It won't, it isn't happening and there is no pathways and never will be a pathway. And that's what makes bisexuals unique, that they have the ability to create those neural pathways in their brain from, from that particular gender to like joy, to pleasure, to dopamine rushes and not. Same thing with homosexuals. They don't have the ability to have that a neuro, neuro pathway formed. Bisexuals do. That's what makes them unique. That's what makes bisexuals, bisexuals special. So if any point in your life you had an attraction, like a, a more than typical attraction, more than like baseline attraction to um, someone of another of one gender, and then later on you had something of another gender, you are bisexual because you have the capacity to once again have an attraction to them. And it doesn't matter whether it's like this, this head over heels strong attraction for them or not. It's just if you have a stronger than normal attraction to them, then you are considered bisexual. And if a long gap goes by, it doesn't matter. You still have those neural pathways in your brain and you will still be attracted to them in the long run. Also, there's something else going on uh, right now, especially right now. If you are having, if you're questioning yourself now more than ever, keep in mind that the world is going through a situation which is causing us to act in uncharacteristic ways. I don't know whether you've noticed this or not, but I have a beard. I have a beard. Let me tell you, I am not a fan of beards. I'm not a fan of my own beards. I'm not a fan of beards. I'm just not. I don't like having hair on my face, but I have more than I have had in my entire lifetime. Why? Why? It's because quarantine is creating stress on people in ways that is not characteristic, causing us to act in ways that are uncharacteristic. So if you are having like really strong feelings right now, and especially since we are like some of us are quarantining together, so we're now putting stressful situations for long periods of time, for longer than normal with our partners. And we have been disconnected from communities that we have formed elsewhere. Like for example, and again, you know, Elena is, is who she is and I'm not saying anything there. But in her video, she talked about how this realization came out of quarantine the fact that she's been cut off from her queer community has forced her to say, realize that she is now gay, meaning she really needs that other community more than she needs to be with the person she was with. And that is what made her decide that she is, she's gay instead of bisexual. Hey, if you are in a situation right now and you're, part, and you're realizing that your disconnection from your community is causing you to think differently, you know what? That's fine, but it doesn't mean that you have to throw your entire life in upheaval over it. Yeah, you might have a value, you might value your external connections a lot, but that doesn't change your history. 
Like you will always be bisexual if you've had multiple, if you've had strong attractions to multiple genders. That doesn't change anything. And also, maybe if you are having strong thoughts right now on certain topics, that you should realize that these might not be your long-term feelings. You might be acting uncharacteristic right now. There's a member of bisexual community during this time of quarantine who just happened to claim ownership over the bisexual flag and then said that no one has the right to use the bisexual flag unless they get permission from her. A woman who has not created the bisexual flag but somehow has decided that she now owns it. And this person is someone who has done tremendous work for the bisexual community in the past. Like, just really great work. She's inspired me to make this YouTube channel. Like, she's done tremendous work, and yet now she's gone insane and decided that she owns the bisexual flag. This is yet another uncharacteristic uh, behavior that people are engaging in. So let's count them. There's a bisexual activist who's claiming she owns the bisexual flag. There's a, by the way, the bisexual activist has been very open about the fact that she has um, mental health issues. Not, not like long-term, like the typical mental health issues, the depression that many of us feel and stuff like that. So she's been very open about the fact that she's had, she has mental health issues uh, every so often. And certainly during a time of quarantine, that could be stimulating some of them for sure. So we have her who's claimed the ownership of the bisexual flag. Uh, we have um, Elena who um, has been very open about the mental health issues that she has, her anxieties and her dreams and all the things, all the pressures that she's constantly under. So in a time of mental stress where we're quarantining, cut off from our support systems and stuff like that, she has claimed that she is no longer bisexual and that she is gay. And thirdly, I have a beard. So I think that we can see how this particular time is causing many of us to act in uncharacteristic ways. So if right now you're going through a time when you're questioning yourself, maybe it's because of uh, watching Elena's video. Maybe it's because of you're now quarantining with your partner and that's causing you and you may be cut off from your support system and you might be feeling um, uncharacteristic things because of that, keep in mind that it might be happening because of the unusual time that we're going through. Just keep that in mind. Before you make any major life decisions, keep in mind that this is a particularly trying time, and there are things that you could do to perhaps relieve the stress of things uh, as opposed to just making dramatic life decisions. For example, one of the things I've done, like I was going downhill quick uh, in this quarantine time because I wasn't rock climbing. I, I'm a social guy and, and I'm already not that social because of work. Like I have to work by myself every day. So my, my times when I got out and be, went social with people, uh, had social time with people, was very important to me. And like when I first cut off, I was fine for like two weeks and then things started going downhill. And I found that what I had to do was I had to use my VR goggles to make me feel like I was outside, number one. And number two, I had to FaceTime with friends more. And I had to do social things with them that stimulated my dopamine. Uh, because I didn't have rock climbing, I then had to play board games. So I, so I, I figured out what I needed 
and I, I work towards it. So if you're having a difficult time right now, if you feel like really thrown off by what's going on, remember that there are other people who have the exact same experiences as you. Don't do what other people have done, which is make dramatic life decisions now. Don't do it. Instead, reach out to your community. Find ways of reconnecting with people. If you have access to FaceTime, FaceTime it. It really helps so much to sit and talk about it. You, no matter where you are, I think you're still allowed to go outside and take walks as long as you do it safely. Go and find time to spend by yourself if you need to. There are things you can do right now instead of making dramatic life decisions that you might regret later and that might not reflect who you are and your character. And maybe, just maybe, I will shave. <sighs> okay, so that's it. Um, I hope that was helpful. And I would like to point out uh, the usual stuff. I, in terms of making videos, I, I think I'm gonna be start, I'm gonna go back to making more videos. I stopped making videos because I need to uh, stabilize, stabilize myself financially. And now having written those three books, having written Hurricane Lane, uh, Burning Blaze, and Reckless Vandal, they're doing very well. The translations for those books are doing very well. I've reconstructured, restructured my life to uh, have a stronger financial standing now. So now that I've done that, I can go back to um, the things that give my life purpose. Like for example, making these videos. So I think you can expect more videos from me in the future. And if you'd like to support the channel, there's many things you can do uh, because I think what I'll be doing from now on is, I think, because what burns me out with making these videos is not making the videos themselves, but it's all the other stuff that comes along with it, specifically the editing. Editing and then coming up with all the links you see in like the descriptions below and, and also on the podcast and in the description of the podcast, all those things, creating all those things is what burns me out. So I think if you'd like to support the channel, you can support me by, you know, by supporting me on Patreon. And from, I think, moving forward, I'm going to use the money that you guys give me on Patreon to pay for an editor and other people that will make it easier for me to make videos. I think that that is going to be the best way for me to be able to make more videos in the future is by lessening the load. And honestly, that really has been like all the time it takes me to edit and all that other stuff, make the thumbnails and all that stuff, is what has kept me from making videos. So if you want me to make more videos and you can, please support me on Patreon because that will directly affect how many videos I will be able to make. If you want to support the channel, you can do it in other ways. You can also do it by checking my t-shirts on Teespring and my... Uh, and my bisexual socks on Teespring, and my um, bisexual leggings on Teespring. You can do that, or you can, of course, always check out my books. Um, currently on Amazon, you can check out Hurricane Lane, uh, Burning Blaze, and Reckless Vandal. They've all been getting very great reviews, uh, and they're fun, and they're funny, and they're sexy, and they'll make you cry, and they'll make you laugh, and all those things. So if you'd like to support me in those ways, you can do it. I hope that you can. And in any case, I'm hoping that you're staying safe and healthy, both physically and mentally, because these are trying times. But remember, like everything else, this too shall pass. This too shall pass. Until the next video, stay cooler, my bisexual friends. Stay cooler. If you would like to support the podcast or just pick up some really cool bisexual merchandise, 
you can check out my bisexual romance audiobooks on iTunes, Audible, and Amazon. I write under the pen name A. Anders. You can also check out my bisexual-themed socks and t-shirts on Teespring and Amazon by searching them for the company name Bisexual Real Talk. But the links for everything are in the description of this podcast. Please support the channel and check it out. Until next time, stay cooler, my bisexual friend. Stay cooler. Bye.